Hey guys, and welcome to Jack's Talk Podcast. My name is Ryan Brooks, a small town husband, dad, and entrepreneur. Each episode, you're gonna hear about real life topics that target real life people each and every day, from struggles to fame and everything in between. So thanks for spending time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of small talk here at Jack's Talk. Hey guys, and welcome to episode five of the Small Talk here in Jack's Talk. I hope you guys have had an awesome week, an awesome day, and this is something that I've really been thinking about. I know we were supposed to release it a couple days ago, but I've just really been trying to, to battle and deal with the thoughts and the, the things that to put into this to make it seem real um, and make it the most realistic that we can possibly make it, and it's not something that i just trying to, to put on and, and give you uh, a Google search type of information. It's something that I really want to uh, give you credible information of how I'm feeling and, and kind of how that we are uh, feeling in a, as a family. This is something that's really taxed most people. And it's not something that to take lightly, but it's something most people overlook. How do you make a house a home? What is a house? What is a home? That would be the question I'd want to start off asking is, in your opinion, and when you sit there and think about your house and your home and your family and what you really have to do every day and, and what you come home to and what what is it that you do? Is it, do you come home to a house or, or do you come home to a, just a home? And, and what really builds that? What builds that house and what builds that home? You know, is it, does it mean that a house is four walls and a floor, just a place to eat and sleep? A home is more of something that you feel secure in and feel loved in and a place that you just, you, you harbor people you love. And a house is a place that if you think about it and go back to it, a house can be a college dormitory. It could be a house or a building that you, you live with your friends when you're growing up and you're coming through the college age and your bachelor age and, and stuff like that. But is that a home? So what I, I want to get at is the biggest thing is the home is a place that you harbor the people you love and a place that you feel secure and you feel loved in. And a house can be nothing other than four walls and just a floor. You don't have to have that place that of comfort and feeling and, and a place that you feel secure and you feel loved. How I come through this and how I overcome and I really decided to make my house a home is when I let out all the other worldly things get out of my house. When those things got out of my house, my house became a home. And I think so many people get so caught up in, yes, I have kids and I have a family and I have a husband that works so hard and I have a, a wife that, that takes care of our kids and takes care of our laundry and takes care of the food. And we always have a, a food on the table and we always have dinner cooked and we always have clothes clean and we have floors mopped and everything's clean or we have the lawn cut the best looking lawn or we have all these things but it's still a house i'm telling you this and i'm not saying this to brag i've lived in one of the biggest houses that i've ever lived in and the first six months of us living here this was a house it was so full of materialistic items and decor and vehicles sitting in the driveway and the lawn looking good and the 
bushes trimmed and all this stuff, but it was a house. It was basically four walls sitting on a basement and nothing inside of it meaning anything other than it was a place that we laid our head down, we to eat and to sleep, and it was a place that we didn't feel secure. It was a place that we couldn't feel love. It was a place that harbored nothing but bodies. 90% of that and probably 95% of that was nothing but my fault. But what happens is the emotions and the feelings that come into your house is what makes it a home. When I was doing things I shouldn't be doing, when I was partaking in things I shouldn't be taking in, my care was not my home. My care was the image. The image of my house, not the image of my home. So if you go back and look at the image of your home, you look at the image of your family and the ones you love and what you do to take care of them and time that you, you pour into them, the time that you serve, you serve your family. It's the time that you serve the people you love. And it's not because that's what they're asking. It's what they deserve. And it's what you want to do. And that's what you want to be there. For. You know, there's so many times that people in their marriage and their life are sit back and think about, if I could just get away. If I could just get away and never come back, uh, that would solve all my problems. Uh, that would solve everything I need. And, and the, the sad truth is when you look at them on Facebook or you look at them on Instagram or you look at them on TikTok or Snapchat, it appears that they have everything that they need or want. They have the life that people on the outside dream of. They have all the materialistic items. They have the beautiful kids, the beautiful family. The, they have all these nice looking, so many people long for but they're living in a house and so as a husband I think it's my job to lead my home and not my house you know it's up to us to make our house a home and it's because how we take care of our spouse how we take care of our wife I could take care of my house and have all these nice things but everything inside of this house is dying you know but when you have a home you have a, a family kids that appreciate your they appreciate your attention and they appreciate your drive and the things that you do for them. It's not to do everything. It's not to give them everything they want. It's not to do everything for them that they want. It's to be a parent. Being a parent and not a best friend creates a home. Being a husband and not a spouse creates a home. Being a husband that cares for his wife, even in the good times and the bad, creates a home and not a house. Being a wife that really genuinely cares and and really wants to, to penetrate their thoughts and the, the emotions of their husband, even when they don't feel like speaking about it and addressing it, that's what creates a home. What impact are you making at your home? And so what I was doing for the longest time is I was making very little impact. I was making a lot of waves and a lot of destruction um, in my house. My home was becoming a house and my house was falling apart. My physical house, my emotional house, my spiritual house was falling apart and none of it was a home because what I was doing and I was allowing different things of this world to overtake my mind my body, my thought process, and all I did was want to come home and to sleep because I felt safe laying in my bed because I had the occupants at my house that could make a home. I had my wife, I had my son that were there that were contributing to a home, 
but I was the missing piece. You can't have broken pieces in your house and expect a home. You've got to have everybody on the same page. Everybody has to be driving for one outcome to make sure that your house is a home. You know, I really didn't understand and I didn't really know what a home was until on the verge of losing it. And it's not my house. These four walls, I, I haven't, thank goodness, I've never been on the verge of losing, but I was losing my home. And my home, I was just, it was falling apart. It was falling away from me. I had a wife at, at, at the house and she was so involved and so wanting everything to do with me, but I was ignoring it. We would sit here on the couch and we would have this, these laughs and these conversations and we would spend time with our son and we would do all these things and we would make sure that he felt like he was in a safe environment, but we were miserable. We were dying on the inside. We sit there and we watch TV and we, we say we're going to have this quality family time together. And the next thing you know, three hours later, you finally finish scrolling through TikTok. It's only because your phone is at 5% and not that you were just really wanting to, to spend time with the other. Or I was so involved in texting somebody that I wasn't supposed to be texting that I didn't care what was at home. I was more worried about hiding what I was doing and not focus on what I should be doing. My house was full. I had a house that was so full of emotions and so full of, of care and love. And I was doing everything I could is to make those four walls smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. So the less things that could be in this house, the less guilt I had, the less emotions that I had to evolve this home. And my home inside of me was just dying. My home inside of my family was dying. Pictures on the wall were meaning nothing. It's not that I intentionally wanted that. What I wanted was to be left alone. And, and one day I woke up and I realized, I realized something very, very special. I had a wife at home that loved me. I had a son at home that loved me. I had a wife that would love me so much. She was tired of seeing me treat her the way I did. Never, ever have I, I touched her, abused her, anything in the wrong, ill way. But she was tired of not getting what she deserved, and that was the attention. That was the, the respect of the fact that realizing she was part of the glue that consumed this home and that held it all together, but I was not paying any attention to that, and she got tired of it. And so what was happening was she was watching this home fall apart. She was breaking apart inside because she was doing everything she could to hold this home together, but it was still falling apart. And that's because the, the man of the house that was supposed to be there to help her when she was struggling didn't, didn't necessarily care. And I thought I did. I thought I did when it was convenient for me. But what I was doing was not allowing myself to be there when she needed me the most. So this full home was empty. It became a point in time that she quit caring. She quit trying. She said she's just going to continue to do what she's doing and hoping everything works out. She never once quit praying for my family. She never once quit praying for my home, her home, our child's home. And, and so what it took for me to realize that my house was so empty, but so full that my home was falling apart. What it took is for me to realize that I could lose her. And I about did, guys. I about lost the best thing that's ever happened to me. I about lost the woman in my life that I prayed for when I was a kid. 
I about lost the woman that I prayed for um, to, to mother my child. I about lost everything that could consist of making my home so full because I was worried about the house and not the home. I was worried about my personal image, my personal vendetta, my business. I was worried about everything else. I was worried about getting so wrapped up in the things of this world that I had completely lost sight and thought of my home. I have everything I can ask for. I have a beautiful wife. I have an outstanding son. I have a son on the way, and I'm so thankful for it. The sad truth is we tried. We, we, would, we would make excuses for not wanting to have any kids um, for the past eight years. And, there, and for granted, there has been times that we've just came up and down like, uh, do we want another kid? Do we not want another kid? So to could say that the whole eight years we've been trying to have another child would be a lie. But there has been times in our marriage that we've tried and we've tried. We tried to have another child. And so for the past eight years, I want to say, let's say six out of eight years uh, going on, we tried to have another child. And we would tell everybody, you know, that talk, like, uh, it's about time for y'all to have another one. No, 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 it's not. You have all that you want to have. You want to have all that was. It's because we were masking the feelings of our home was empty, but we had a full house. We were doing all the things to make this house so full, but we weren't focusing on our home. And I wouldn't even say, and there's been times that it's been her, but there's 90% of the time that it's been me. And I was so focused on other things um, that my house was full, but my home was empty. And what, what we're just boiling down to is it just seems like very few several months after realizing I didn't have a full home. I had an empty home, but a full house. And getting my act together and start being faithful and obedient to to my wife and not and not that's not saying submitting to her. You know, when you take two spouses, it says submit together. Submitting is not one over the other. Submitting is both laying your life on the line for the other together, simultaneously trying to create a home and an environment that's appropriate for a marriage, that's appropriate for for your kids and your family. And that's the, that's the life that you lay yourself down. That's submitting. Submitting is getting eye level with the people you love, getting eye level with your wife, getting eye level with your husband. And y'all both giving every last effort and bit to make that home, the home that you deserve, your spouse deserves and your kids deserve. And that's no matter what, if my wife is on her knees and I'm laying on my stomach I'm not better than her. I'm not giving more effort than her. I'm just giving effort and I'm giving the effort to make it better and help her when she is weak. We can't always do it by ourselves. She can't always do it by herself. I can't always do it by myself, but it's my job as her husband when she's feeling weak and she feels like she can't keep going. It's my job to pick up the slack, give her that boost of confidence, give her that boost of baby, you are beautiful I don't care what you say. I don't care what people say about you. I don't care what you think about yourself. God created you in a beautiful image and you will be successful. You will overcome this and I am going to stand by your side and help you and walk you through every last step. When you feel weak, I'm going to pick you up. I will help you through this journey. That's submitting. That is submitting to your spouse. That is not dominance. People think the wife shall submit to their husband. That's crazy. That is bogus. There is nowhere in that mindset that 
the wife is supposed to be subordinate to her husband. It's the fact that the wife should submit to their husband and the husband should submit to the wife that we have a common knowledge that we are going to do everything we can to help this other person through any time of weakness and struggle and they should know that we're going to be there to help them. But see, what happened was when I had a full house but an empty home, I didn't realize that. I got so involved in the my secondary, what I'm going to call life, was I lost sight of my home and I was focused on my house shortly after I got I, I seemed to get my life together and my act together and realized that my wife was so important and special to me she said she didn't want to have any more kids with me she said she didn't want to have any more kids with me because of the the person that I had become and the, because she didn't want to send to put another child through the life that that could happen because of me not being active and so I was crushed because the whole time I wanted another child and and what happened was my 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 actions and my thoughts and my things of doing created this mindset of for her that basically prevented all, all good things because I, I created this negative situation and I created this insecurity and untrusting behavior in her and it's not her fault. She's scared. She's scared to trust me. She's scared that she doesn't want to put another child through something that maybe I'm I, I would do again. And it's so much of God that when I got my act together, after six and a half years, seven years, eight years of trying to have a child, I got my act together and focused on my home and not my house. And now we're having a child. We're having a child. People can call it coincidence and people can call it whatever. But it's it's when you are submitting and, and leading your wife and leading your spouse and leading your home and treating your wife as she's supposed to be treated, good things happen. When you look at comparison to to Jesus in the church, it's the bride. It's the it's all these things, and 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 they comp- these things aren't compared because of they're just coincidental. These things are compared because you're supposed to treat your wife and your bride how Jesus sees the church, and the, these things are important to to God and to a marriage. And and marriage is not something that is anything less of than God. But we we take our thoughts and our feelings and our our emotions and, and we put the worldly things into it and we take that away from what it's really supposed to be. And you know, there's still times that my, my life and my, my marriage seems empty. It's because I, I want to relate back to the past and, and think about it or she wants to relate back to the past and think about the things that were there and the things that scare and uh, they, they kind of tend to overtake our mindset and our thought process of, of what we're really capable of being. And um, we have to remind ourselves this constantly that no matter what happens in my life and my marriage and my home, my wife is first in my home. Other than God, she's she's first. And the world attacks you daily because the world doesn't see it that way. The world sees it as all these things and, and fame and glory becomes from materialistic items or a job or promotion or, or this and that or a vehicle, whatever that may be. The world sees that home being somebody that's successful that has a Lamborghini parked in the driveway or has a new car parked in the driveway every week or has different things parked in the driveway and, uh, you know, we're having all these get-togethers and we're having these friends, social events and this and that. Listen, guys, I'd rather you see a yard full of toys in my yard and then a driveway full of vehicles. I want to make sure that every step of my life, it revolves around my family. And they're like, well... Well, Ryan, you, you, you sound so sure of this. Like, you deserve your time. You deserve your time to have fun with your friends. You deserve to have time with your 
your buddies and do the things that you enjoy. Absolutely. But let me tell you something. There's times will come, but if you, you focus and dedicate your, your entire thought and, and well-being to your spouse and, and, and give her these things and give her the, the things that she deserves and enjoys and making that house no longer just a four walls and a floor and a place to sleep, but make it a home, those times will come. The, the other person respects the fact that she wants you to enjoy the things too, but 90% of the time is your wife becomes your best friend and the things that you enjoy and the things that you do, she'll go do it with you. And you should want to see her. You should want to spend time with her. You should want to do that thing. Yes, I have some buddies and I want, I like to go play golf with them or, or go fishing or do things like that, but there ain't much that I don't do without my wife or my child. I enjoy spending that time with them. I enjoy hanging out with them. And I, I really like she hates golf, but I love going to Top Golf. My son is now beginning to love it, and I love taking that. And she goes, and we just have the the funnest time is because she enjoys watching us enjoy the things that we do and and cut up, and we can really have a fun night out of of just really enjoying doing that. And that's nothing that she would really at first attend and enjoy doing. But a house, the first step of making your house a home is get over yourself, get over how you feel. Get over the things that frustrate you. Kids are going to be kids. We're human. We're going to make mistakes as a husband or a wife. But get over yourself. Forgive. I know when I was doing the things that I, I was doing for so long and and being uh, unfaithful to my wife, uh, she sat here and I look back at it now and I, did, I didn't realize it, guys. So if you're in the situation or ladies, you're in the situation, I didn't realize it at the time. It's not that. It wasn't there, and and the clues weren't there. I just didn't care, and I wasn't exposing myself to it. I wasn't allowing it to to be a part of my thought process. But what happened was she was sitting in a house with all this stuff. She always had a a new vehicle. She always had a house. She always had the extra things, you know, her hair being dyed and her nails. And and she had all these stuff, all of it. And I think I made sure she had it more then because – the more I felt like she had, the least amount she would question what I was doing because she felt like she was happy and I was buying all the wrong things. I was trying to buy that peace of mind and that happiness and I was trying to buy that home, but all I was doing is filling up a house with nothing but garbage because she felt alone. She knew that I was not in the mind of what I was doing, but she was kicking herself in the face. She wanted to believe that I was better than that. She wanted to believe that I was doing nothing i was just having a bad day or a bad time or this and that and she wanted to believe that i was better than the things that i was doing and i am better than that but what i was doing i was drowning myself in stupid stuff and the stupid of the world and the attention and the, the drama and the drainage of just wanting to be, seek attention of somewhere where i could have just got it at home if i would have focused on taking those four walls and framing them in and taking those four walls and and closing them and putting that flooring down and looking at my house for more than just somewhere to eat and sleep. If I was looking at it for love and looking at it for impact and and care and looking at it the fact that if I'm gone tomorrow, what impact did I just make on my family? If I would have looked at my home in that aspect, in that mindset, she probably wouldn't have felt alone. You know, I used to blame her a lot for the situations. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you fussing me? Why are you coming at me for this? What am I doing? What am I doing wrong? 
because I didn't think she knew. And she didn't really know at the face of the time what was going on. But what I was doing was I was trying to mask and distance myself from any of the negative things and blame it on her and do this. And so uh, coming to find out, it's like she knew something was right. It wasn't that I was exposing myself. I just wasn't giving her the attention that I once gave her. And she knew the difference. She knew something was up. And I was filling this house with nothing but garbage. I was laying down at night and going to bed and not having anything to do with her. I wasn't giving her the attention or seeking the attention or trying to trying to be romantic with her, not worried about it. I got all the attention I needed from my, my eight to five, spending time talking to whoever it was and whatever it may be, and I wasn't seeking it at home. And they need it. And when they're not getting it, they're wondering what's happening, especially if they've got it in the past five years or 10 years or 15 years, and then all of a sudden it stops. You, It doesn't matter what's coming out of your mouth. It's what's coming out of your heart and what's coming out of your your actions, what you're doing and what you're not doing. They're taking tabs and they're looking at this stuff. They deserve to have attention. Ladies, he deserves to get attention. When you fill your house so full of nothing but garbage and, and you, you fill it with nothing but TikTok and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all these things, what's happening is those avenues, and I'm telling you, I do, I use those. We have a joint, we have uh, a joint Facebook and Instagram and a TikTok, and, and, and we have those things, and they're, and they're very useful to day-to-day stuff, but it's to keep each other accountable in the fact that, yes, I did something wrong, and you can say, well, you can look, well, you got a joint Facebook, which one cheated? Uh, that's all right, you know. I, I get it. You're not that you're wrong when you, you look at it and see it that way. It's just, if I'm going to have one, I want to have it with her. And that's to keep each other accountable, each other on the level playing field. But there's so many times in this day, day that other people will attack your marriage and allow themselves to come in. You can shut the door, but the next thing you know, they attack you with something that you really intrigues you. And, oh, it's just an innocent com- conversation or it's an innocent move and then the next thing you know they're inside of your head and then they're inside of your house and then they're inside of your home and what you had was a home is now a house and now no matter that you're sitting in the chair you're sitting in the recliner you're sitting in this house you're not there you're not there because the people that are there that really care about you have almost just kind of checked you off and put you out you're not even present you're you're so inactive in your home that they don't even realize you're there Yes, you're physically sitting in your home, but you're not even there. And people wonder what's going on with their marriage and what's going on. Why is my marriage failing? Why is my why am I not even being able to pay my bills? Why am I why is my house just going under? Why is my wife taking time and, and spending it somewhere else? And why is she not wanting to do this stuff with me? And why is my kid wanting to attach to my my wife? Why is he not wanting to spend time with me when I it's because I, the time that he wanted to spend with me, I was too busy doing something else. Now, the time that he's wanting to dedicate to me, I've took my time and, and pushed him elsewhere. And so he's spending with his mother that really was there to take that time because she realized I was absent and she didn't want him to be suffering from my absence. Now, when I want to spend time with him, he's used to spending time with her and he wants to get that guaranteed time. It's the little things in life that mean so much. And we, we look for granted. But it's those little things in the life that build a home. I can build a house. I'm not a carpenter, but I can build a house. But it takes every single strand, every single part, every single bit 
of your family to make the home. The home's filled of love. The home's filled of, of care and joy and, and, and a place that, of safeness and security. It's not built of materialistic items. It's not built of things of this world. It's built of a family that really does nothing but loves and cares for one another. And they pour their time and dedication into each other to make that house a home. Make it homey. You know, I've lived in several houses that didn't feel like a home because because they're oh, it's just too big or it's, not, it's too small or it is and that. It's not that it was neither one. It was just I wasn't present. I was physically there, but I wasn't present. And if she she mentioned a lot of times that, oh, this house just hasn't really felt like home to us. It hasn't. And it's not because she wasn't trying. It's I wasn't there to make it a home. I wasn't physically there to give her the attention to make it a home. And so how do you fix this? Every marriage is different. And this is going to be one of the, the episodes that I can't give you a good answer. Every marriage is different. Every life is different. Every spouse is different. But I promise you, if man and woman, husband and wife, submit one to the other on an equal playing field, an equal, and they got to have the same mindset that they want to focus one to the other, of the driven for the same thing is they don't want a house, they want a home. They want to give that undivided attention to each other, to seek each other, and to thrive, to, to please each other sexually and pleasurably and intimacy, respect, and just the fact of peace of mind and emotions. Like they submit their selves to the other person full wholeheartedly. It's a good step of making the house a home. I've lived in a house. I've lived in a home. And I've lived in what I thought was a home, but was only a house. My wife, she lived in a full house, but was never a home. What do you live in? Guys, I appreciate you staying with me today on episode five. There's so much I want to say and so much I want to give you, but there's just certain things you have to do on your own. It's up to you to make that house a home. It can be a four walls, a floor, and a place to sleep, or it can be a place that harbors the ones you love. The choice is yours. I hope you guys have an awesome week. Thank you for listening for a small talk with Jack's Talk. We'll see you around on episode six. Thank you guys for joining me for a small talk here at Jack's Talk. I'm the host, Ryan Brooks. Be on the lookout for new episodes releasing soon. We appreciate you being with us. We'll see you around.